Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Jackson Glass, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Nicholas Barrett. How are we doing today? That is me. Actually, my last name is pronounced Beret. Um, Beret. It's uh, Nicolas Beret. Nicolas. Uh, like the like the fancy hat the French people wear. There was when I took Spanish one. There was like a video series that we pirated off Vimeo to watch to like learn Spanish. Um, and it came, it went with our textbook, but our teacher didn't want to buy it. So she found it on Vimeo, but there was a character named Nicolas and he was such a horrible person and he lied to his grandma that he had a headache so he could leave her birthday party because he didn't want to be there. Wow. And anytime someone says, Nicholas or Nicolas, I think of Nicolas from Expressete 1, which was the DVD series we watched almost every week. Sometimes we couldn't find it on Vimeo, so we just skipped. You know, I've been called a great many things. Um, Nicholas, Nick, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole Michelle Obama, <laughs> um, Mr. President, Nicky Mouse, Neek, Nike. Nike, Nickelodeon, the list goes on. Ooh, Nick Nickelodeon. With, okay, I like that. Nick with the K overly pronounced. Nick, Nick. Um, so take your pick. I prefer Nick with no K. Um, but you know, it really doesn't matter, as you can tell, in the grand scheme of things. I like Nickelodeon. So I don't. I was never allowed to watch Nickelodeon, <laughs> which I got a lot of flack for because uh, there was like some Twitter post of like, "Oh, what did you watch on Nickelodeon?" and and I quote retweeted and I said nothing. Because <laughs> uh, I wasn't allowed to watch Nickelodeon. One person actually, because I said nothing on Nick Jr. or like nothing, yeah. like no SpongeBob or whatever. And somebody commented, I was like, "Well, SpongeBob was actually on Nickelodeon, not Nick Jr." And I'm like, "It, it, it nobody cares. It doesn't matter." Does, what's that audio? There? It goes, oh, yeah." No nobody one asked. asked. <laughs> ah, yes, my favorite. Ugh, it really bothers me. Like. I don't get a lot of interaction on Twitter. Most mm-hmm. of what I do, I have mutuals, like, who are great. You know, if you guys are listening, you Me. guys are great. I love you. Thank yeah. you for interacting with my tweet. Shout out to my three uh, Twitter followers. Honestly, hey, stop it. I have 98. <laughs> we dropped below oh. 100 since last episode. Um, Sad. But we're, like, right there in that teen point. So if anybody wants to go follow the Twitter, oh. it's at Nerdiest Podcast. Seamless transition there. A, you can also check Twitter. out the Instagram at nerd at the underscore nerdiest underscore podcast. I actually did what? a movie poll, Unders- which no is going to unders- transition. No underscores? What's wrong with you? I thought there was underscores. Nope. It's just or is it just the, the nerdiest, nerdiest podcast? podcast? Yeah. I don't know because I don't run the Instagram. It shows you how much I know. Although, yeah. I will say, speaking of the Instagram, if you want to go follow, I did a poll yesterday as time of recording on the story. To ask you guys to pick what movie I watched, I was torn between Black Widow and Spirited Away. Uh, you guys chose Black Widow. <laughs> yeah, two completely different movies, both on my watch list, though. Um, you guys chose Black Widow. I watched it. And, you know, honestly, I didn't like it. Well, I I liked it to an extent. And let me explain why. Because I think... And I know this episode is about what if. We're going mm-hmm. to get to what if. Hey, it's Marvel. Um... <laughs> It's Marvel, so it's on brand. Um, hey, just relax. We're gonna we're gonna chat for a second, and then we're going into what if. So just 
keep your pants on. Relax. Just chill. Just chill. The reason I didn't like Black Widow is, and this is going to sound terrible, but it, it felt like they wanted to make a super cool kick-butt female action movie. Mm-hmm. And this was not just not the way to go about it. Because the first mm-hmm. half of the movie is just straight action for like 45 minutes. And I was like, are we ever going to stop with the fighting? Like, can we get some plot here? And then we got like little crumbs of plot and then it went right back to action. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with making a female action movie. Like, Wonder Woman was great. Um, the first one. That's the only one that can come off the top of my head. I didn't really <laughs> like Captain Marvel either. <laughs> I like, um, I, I think Captain Marvel is over-scrutinized because it's still an I, enjoyable film. I think it was, like, it's enjoyable. I, I think Captain Marvel is better than Black Widow. But that has more to say of, like, you could do a lot more with Captain Marvel. Black Widow is kind of, like, confined in this box of a post-Civil War mm-hmm. time zone. Depression. Like, we know she dies in Endgame, but we can't really do anything before before. So it's, like, mm-hmm. this tiny little cube of space to play with. So th- th- that was what made it difficult. Like, WandaVision... I know it wasn't, like, solely about, like, it wasn't a female kick-butt, you know, Mm -hmm. action show, but it did center around a female Mm -hmm. protagonist, which, that's really good. And And it it felt like Black Widow was just action. (laughs) Whoa, best thing Marvel's ever made? I don't know. Loki's pretty good, too. I, Jenny, we're gonna have to have a conversation at the end of the year. I don't know which one I like better, WandaVision or Loki. Yeah. They're both pretty good. We need to, we need to do, like, a Marvel recap. We do. Marvel fans are thriving. They got fed this year we're too getting, much. It's like we're the getting... Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> it's like it's like we got WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Black Widow, Spider-Man. There's like Hawkeye, Shang-Chi. There's a million things I'm not missing. And then DC, DC fans are like, the suicide, we got suicide squad. squad. The Suicide Squad. Which I like. Which I thought it was the a good only movie. way to watch it now is to rent it. I missed the HBO Max window. Which announcement Sad. I have HBO Max now. I finally caved and got HBO Max. It was on sale for $7.99 a month instead of mm-hmm. $14.99 a month. I literally have not used it in a month. I did not use it in the month that I bought it for $7.99. Oh. I've been binge watching stuff on Netflix. Um like, I've been trying to finish anime, and I finished 30 Rock, which we'll talk about we'll in talk about. not the next episode, but the episode after that. Um, we're having some and scheduling watching... issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, gang. We're... Too stressed to be blessed. Ayo. Also, I'm watching New Girl, which is pretty good, too. So, I, I will get to HBO Max, because, like, I want to watch mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, and what? I'm behind <laughs> on Rick and Morty. Um, there's also a ton of movies on there that I did not know were on there. Like, Herbie Fully Loaded, which is a very specific movie to be on HBO Max. Yes, Game of Thrones. This sounds really cool. It's medieval, my guy. Medieval is my favorite. I think it's... This is really funny. I was literally talking to someone last night about Game of Thrones, and they said that they tried to watch it, and... Because they were like, medieval, dragons and stuff, but they said that their whole family tried to watch it. And they had to skip through so many scenes that it was not worth trying to see. Oh, like so many not-for-children scenes? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's great. Good stuff. I also need to watch Squid Game. I've heard Squid Game is okay. really good. I almost But wonder I have if, not had the time to watch it. I almost wonder if we need to watch that together. 
because I really want to watch it because everyone says it's so good. I'm also so scared to watch it because it looks so incredibly brutal. Netflix group like, watch. I feel like if I watched it by myself, it would just traumatize me. <laughs> I've heard uh, no spoilers because I haven't seen it, but I've yeah. heard episode six is really like once you watch that one, you have to stop and like cleanse your palate before you mm-hmm. can finish. So I'm I'm really interested to check it I out. Don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's something we could talk about on the podcast because yeah. I don't know Question how mark. like brutal it is. Yeah. Um, but I've heard it's really general. good. I've heard it, that's the problem. Like it looks really good, and this is. This is my struggle. We were trying to pick a movie last night, and everyone was like, oh, it's spooky season. We got to pick, like, a scary movie. But I was like, I don't like scary movies. So, like, I felt so bad. They were pulling up all these movies we could watch. I was like, guys, this is going to kill me. (laughs) Like, I cannot watch this. And I was like, we could watch a goofy movie. And they're like, like, hereditary. And I'm like, night at the museum. (laughs) They're like spooky movie, wholesome movie, spooky movie, spooky movie wholesome, movie, wholesome movie. Like you have to, you have to decide. I, I wanted to watch the Fantastic Mr. Fox, but no. That movie was really good. Thank you. I've been trying to watch it again, but like no one will watch it with me. Why rewatch movies when you can just watch new movies? Because rewatch makes my heart happy. Does it though? Yeah, it does. <laughs> It doesn't for me because I know that I could be watching something new. Ask Megan. Ask Megan. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen, I'm telling you, as much serotonin as you get from rewatching a movie, I get more serotonin from watching a new movie and it okay. being bad. But I get to go on Letterboxd and tick off that I watched another movie and I can yeah. put it and sort it on my list. I've become addicted to filling I out just, Letterboxd. I like to just. Uh, he's just. I like watching new movies as well. I'm gonna go see No Time to Die this week, which I'm so excited for. This is coming out where we recorded in advance. I'm sorry, but um, I love watching new movies. But Fantastic Mr. Fox, I've only seen it once, and I want to appreciate it again. So like, I don't know. There's a difference, and I I get it, it depends on the movie. So like, there were like three movies we went through, but like we had like ten people watching a movie, and so they were like, yeah, I watched that last week. They're like, what about this one? I watched that one like last week. It's like everyone has already watched these movies recently. And I'm like, guys, we ended up watching. What did we freaking watch? I just told you like 10 seconds ago. Annihilation. Annihilation. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac. We had a whole discussion about yeah, how yeah. they came up with the rating system for movies. Yep. I don't know how Which you can forget. I don't know. Small I'm brain. Stupid, stupid boy. I didn't even, I didn't even finish it. I left at like 1130. Um, apparently I was, I was in bed. I was, <laughs> I was told by the people that did finish it that it's not worth finishing. So makes sense. We'll see. We'll see. All I know is I covered my eyes for some parts cause there were people getting their stomachs ripped open. Anyway, that's nice. That's, that's great. Thanks guys. We, we stand getting stomachs ripped open. Cinematography. <laughs> I actually just took like a whole, uh, I took a whole week this week or last week about cinematography and what was funny is to end the week in our last class of the week Mm -hmm. we watched a documentary about cinematography or i'm sorry it was labeled as a movie because it was on letterboxd um we watched it about cinematography and the craziest thing we noted is that for a movie about cinematography there was no cinematography it was just talking heads of interviewing cinematographers and that to me was hilarious and 
honestly, I sat there and I did homework the whole time. Like, I wasn't paying attention. I sat there with my hood up. I had an oatmeal cream pie in one hand, and I was typing away on my computer with the other hand. I was just sitting there snacking. I'd set it down, take a sip on my Fanta. Um, also, I have dangerously discovered uh, vending machines in the building, which... Ooh dangerous for Ooh, me because like every, because on every break everyone goes to the vending machine and i have like that social peer pressure of like oh everybody else is getting something at the vending machine maybe i should too even though i know it's not healthy for me to eat four oatmeal cream pies in a week but i do it anyway because of that yeah. social peer pressure you see so i need okay. to stop it's okay i do the same thing i um i have gotten into the habit of going to a smoothie place that's on my way to work and it's good because it's healthy but also healthy food is so expensive oh no it is okay. it's so true so uh i eat, i can eat healthy now i can have a chicken quesadilla and it has like peppers and it's like beans and stuff on it comes with like a homemade salsa it's great so I can get that and like a peanut butter smoothie, which is great. I can add vitamins to it. That meal was $13. Yep. <laughs> so. I used to eat a lot healthier when I lived at home. But as soon as I moved out and started buying my own groceries, I eat pseudo healthy now. Like for lunch, I had a peanut butter sandwich. And then for dinner, I have chicken nuggets with broccoli, which is. With uh, broccoli. It, well, which this is a new thing for me this week. I ate healthy voluntarily like i made broccoli to eat healthier voluntarily this week that was a new feeling for me um also because i'm just trying to get more fit like more in mm -hmm. shape stop eating a bunch of crap because it's not good for you so yeah. i'm trying i'm making an effort to try so um everyone... speaking of an effort to try you know who didn't make an effort to try marvel with what if Great whoa segue. hold on Hold yeah, on. that's my hot take to start so us off. So everyone, uh, follow on the socials so I can afford smoothies. <laughs> hey, I already plugged the socials. <laughs> you can you never, can't plug them twice in the front plug, half of the episode. You can never plug too much, all right? All right? I mean, that's not wrong, but, you know. <sighs> anyway. If you guys so, want to help me pick out more movies, follow the Instagram. Anyway. Ayo, Marvel's what... You can get on to me for... Anyway, anyway. So... Marvel's What If debuted when? August fifth. I think. How do you remember that? August eleventh. I don't know. Very close. Okay, I was close. I knew August it was like in that first half of August. August eleventh. Oh, I should have known. I went to see Megan the weekend it came out. That's right. Oh. Because I watched it on the plane. Um, I watched the first episode on the plane. What were what were initial thoughts when it first came out? Like one episode is out. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? What do you think? What do you think of that first episode? Like when you first watched it, with no context of other episodes. Okay. Side note: I apologize for anyone listening. They are literally mowing the grass outside my apartment complex. I don't know why they had to do it today at one o'clock, like at this time specifically, but they did. Anyway, initial yeah. thoughts. I, I really liked. Well, I didn't really like the first one, but I liked it. I thought it was good. It was a good introduction to like the whole idea and the concept still felt fresh which is something that definitely diminished over the next eight weeks um so 
I think Captain Carter, it was a cool spin. It was pretty simple. Like, oh, what if a different person got the super soldier serum? And the whole concept, as I said, of what if is pretty cool. The animation took a little while to grow on me. Like, Mm -hmm. definitely by the latter episodes, it looked good. But I felt like the first one, they were really trying to figure out, like, what works in this animation style and what doesn't. And that was not a problem moving on. Um, Other than that, I don't have much to say. Other than it was just, what if someone else got the different, like, got the super soldier serum? Nothing else really stood out. Mm -hmm. Although, my favorite part of the episode is when, like... uh, Steve and Peggy are going in to kiss and then Howard Stark like slams his hands on the window. He's like, Barnes stole a Jeep. Uh, somebody <laughs> made it a TikTok a sound. Oh. Oh, somebody so made it funny. a TikTok sound. So good. I love it. Was we stand Howard Stark interrupting romantic moments. <sighs> Barnes stole a Jeep. Such a good line. Um, when this first came out, I was pretty excited. I did a review on the podcast and Instagram. I'm sorry. I can't stop plugging. Um, I did a Always review of it and i'd be plugging and i was like i really liked it i thought it was a really good episode um i thought it paralleled the first captain america movie really well and i thought that was really creative um the animation was different it felt kind of like watching a comic book but different and I was like, oh, it's Marvel. That's what Marvel's all about, like watching a comic book. And I thought that was cool. My biggest critique, and this is a critique I have with almost all these episodes, is there was almost no utilization of the animation. Now, what I mean by that is this could have been shot in live action. This could have been Well, real. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, not to interrupt, but I feel like there's there's one scene way, like when you get to Ultron with the Infinity Stones, I feel like okay, there's some stuff we right, did there right. that definitely gonna, played into the finish. animation, but I see what you're saying. Let me finish. I feel like, now just talking solely about this first episode, this could have been shot live, and it, I probably would have had a similar, if not the same, reaction to it. So I think that's, it's kind of sad when you see animation that, doesn't utilize the animated part of it because you can do literally anything that's why the simpsons is still going on like 38 seasons later because every episode is so crazy and could never work in a real life situation um so i was kind of upset about that and i actually have that thought for a lot of episodes and i think the best episodes are the ones that really utilize the animation so are we kind of all in agreement that the what if Doctor Strange lost his heart is the best episode? I don't want to say best episode, but I will say definitely top three mm-hmm. for me. I think my my number one, that what I think is definitively the best episode, or at least mm-hmm. my favorite, is episode eight, What If Ultron Won, um, which I guess we can just kind of go out of order. Um, because... That one, at least for me, really made you realize how humble Thanos mm-hmm. was being when he was like, oh, I'm just going to destroy half the population. Um, Ultron literally destroyed worlds. Like, he literally did, like, mm-hmm. the maximum potential with the Infinity Stones. So... Yeah, I do like that. And I also think it was some justice for Ultron because people crap on Ultron as a villain all the time, but... I guess we kind of saw that he just wasn't given enough potential in his movie. So 
I've honest, I've always defended Age of Ultron. I think it's like, I think it, I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it doesn't get, it doesn't deserve all of the hate it gets. And mm-hmm. I think this episode kind of backed me up on that. Ultron, like, everybody craps on Ultron, but he is a top-tier Marvel villain. But mm-hmm. people just aren't ready to have that conversation because they're out here like, oh my gosh, you know, Red Skull is my favorite villain. He's so good and deep. And like, no, he's not. He's just Red Skull. Like He's a guy with a red skull. Like the Red Skull? People <laughs> want to say, oh my gosh, the villain from Black Widow is so good. No terrible villain the villain was her mom no (laughs) the villain was the guy who had like all the girls under oh the trance or whatever i saw it once like ran the giant floating palace in the sky oh yeah and then she was like let me break my nose real quick now i can break which made that scene made me so uncomfortable she just slams her head on the table and it's like wow good job scarlett johansson and then we're like what a girl boss question mark i don't know and then she (laughs) fixed it she just went Crunch. Broke like her own Home nose, put it right back. Does anyone remember Home Alone 2 where they break their nose and then just like... No. Oh. The only thing I remember about Home Alone 2 is cameo by uh, famous celebrity Donald Trump. Not Donald President Trump. Donald Trump. Mr. Famous Celebrity. People forget that he was celebrity. a celebrity. Anyway. <laughs> He's a celebrity in our hearts. Okay, I, okay. Anyway. I don't want to get overtly political here, but I have to oh, ask no. you this question: Would Joe Biden be considered a celebrity? Because like I'm watching New Girl, and they reference him so many times. They reference him on Thirty Rock. He's mm-hmm. on an episode of Parks and Rec. Would he also be classified as a celebrity? You see, I think so. I think yes. Siri keeps turning on. I'm gonna shoot my iPad. Sorry. Um. So. Be careful, you won't have your life together. I would say anyone that has their life together has an iPad. Yeah. But um, I think, yes, you could consider him a celebrity. Um, He didn't have his own show like The Apprentice did for Trump, so I guess he's lesser of, like, a TV personality. But, I mean, politicians go on shows all the time. I see it less on scripted shows. It's more like talk shows and stuff, but... I guess also, you could consider him a celebrity. I'd like this to point so out it topic. was never it was never Obama who went on TV. It was always like an Obama lookalike because you mm. know the president of the United States ha- kind of has a lot to do. He can't really what? take time to show up on this episode of Austin and Alley. Um, but me as a kid, I was always like, "That's not. That's not. That's not Mr. Obama." I remember like, you couldn't fool the, me as a kid on shows like Lab Rats, where it was like a guy that was like obviously supposed to be Barack Obama, but it like obviously wasn't him. But literally so anyone like, else, they would get anyone else, like Michelle yeah. Obama, Joe Biden, like anyone else could be on it. But it was Michelle it was Obama never went Obama. on iCarly, like. <laughs> I remember she had a huge role on Jesse, like in one episode. Yeah. So off topic, but like I just had to ask the question. Welcome to what if Michelle Obama? <laughs> what was if what if sl- President Obama actually got on TV, on a TV <laughs> show instead of an impersonator? Well, what if? So your favorite is what if Ultron won? I need to hear yes. your least favorite. Least favorite? Literally any other episode. No, wow. Um, <laughs> least favorite? Hold on, let me look at the episode list here on Disney Plus. Probably what if Thor were an only child. Mm-hmm. That one didn't really strike a chord as anything unique. It was just kind of like, 
what if Loki didn't exist? Yeah. Like, but then he still did exist. Um, it's a very minute detail. Yeah. And I understand, like, how they got there because I was like, oh, what if Thor and Loki weren't brothers? Like, the reason Thor developed so much is because Loki was there and, like, all this stuff. Um, but other but than that, kind of like the whole episode no just felt... <laughs> yeah, the whole episode just kind of felt like a punching match between mm-hmm. Thor and Captain Marvel. So... I don't know. I have to... I have a terrible confession. I skipped two episodes of What If. Both episodes I told him to skip, too. Yes, because this episode crept up on me on my two busiest weeks of work, and I had to watch... How many episodes did I have to watch in, like, That's partially your fault for just not staying caught Partially it's my fault, but also I had my weekly TV desire supplemented by Only Murders in the Building, and then Visions came out, and I will never shut up about Only Murders in the Building. That is the top three best shows of all time. Can I log into your Hulu account, then? uh, Listen, I've given you free access. I've given you free access to my HBO Max account. Oh yeah, great news guys. I have HBO Max now. Thank you, don't. I have HBO Max. I offered you to split it and you were like, no, we don't split it. But uh, if you want to just let me log in whenever I conveniently need to watch anything, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Don't don't mind me just watching the entirety of Who's don't Line Is It Anyway? Watching. Don't mind me just watching. Um, so I had to watch, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I had to watch eight episodes in prep for this because i just fell behind um so i skipped what if killmonger rescued tony stark and i skipped what if thor was were an only child because those were the two that i based on people i talked to and on social media those were two that like weren't great and so i figured that watching what if ultron won and what if the watcher broke his oath was a little more important than those other two i apologize i cannot give opinions on them i have not seen them and i don't intend to watch them the one thing i'll say about what if thor were an only child is it that's where they started connecting things because like at the very end of that Mm -hmm. one ultron shows up and you're like whoa and like i i was behind so i watched those two back to back um but i can understand the hype of like seeing that and being like whoa and then having to wait a full week um but I, th- I really like the way the last three episodes are connected. They're an overarching story, mm-hmm. which that, I think, is kind of my overall problem with What If is... And I understand that's part of, you know, the whole, like, What that's If kind of type scenario, point. but they don't feel connected. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, it's an anthology series, kind of like Star Wars Visions, but not in a good way. But they like, weren't... like. Did so, we need a what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? It was literally just the plot of Black Panther, but Iron Man was there and he got murdered at later down the line. Like Killmonger yeah. killed him. That was the end of and then everything mm-hmm. just proceeded on. He took over Wakanda, all this stuff. Which of course then he goes on and tries to steal the Infinity Stones. Which by the way, we all know that Doctor Strange is eventually gonna let those two suckers out, take the Infinity Stones for himself, and that's gonna be the finale of season two. Just saying, just putting that out there. Predictions? My prediction mark? right now. That's going to be what if season drop two. Drop them in the Spotify Q&A. Do we do that? Never. Anymore? Are we still doing that? No. Okay. Don't drop them in the Spotify I mean, I can Q&A. for this episode, but probably not. I'll probably forget. Um, anyway. <laughs> but also, like, 
I'm really mad that this show got a season two over like mm-hmm. something like Star Wars Visions, which this felt like a one trick pony, and they did the same trick eight times. So not necessarily think, the ninth season finale. Yeah, I think that's kind of how I feel. Is when the first episode came out, I thought it was a cool trick. It was a cool idea, and but then it was like, what if T'Challa became Star Lord? And then I was like, so are we just doing what if this character was this character? Like, is, th- is this the whole show? And I guess I was just kind of frustrated because they were given full right to do what they wanted. And, oh, hold on. Okay, sorry. When Prime Video gives you a, a notification, you got to read it. You got to check it. <laughs> All right. It just told me about new titles, but it was... I was like, they were given these full range. The Marvel Universe is huge. And I feel like they still used like this tiny pocket of it of like, hey, you know, this is what was in the last 12 movies that we spent the last 10 years on. And I understand like the characters, like, you know, the characters already there. There there doesn't need to be like exhibition, but there still was exhibition because we're learning new things about these characters that are different. So it was like. It was like Star Wars Visions was, hey, every episode takes place in like a completely different space. Like it's all, there's no connection to any of them. But Marvel's What If was still like, well, I don't know. The Marvel Universe is like, imagine like a ruler of like a yard or yardstick, sorry. And that's the Marvel Universe. I feel like they only used like two inches of that still, even though they could have used the whole yard. Yeah. I was disappointed. Another thing is like a lot of the episodes had cliffhangers. Like, Mm -hmm. and I understand there are some like, you know, like what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Episode three. That one, like the cliffhanger of that one got followed up at the very end when, you know, apocalyptic Natasha which by the way that is I think the coolest look for Black Widow we've ever seen with the short hair yeah looking great Natasha you're killing looking great Um, you're doing great sweetie but yeah that got followed up on and and watching back like looking back all of these plot lines got filled up like they got completed except for the zombies one it's the only Mm -hmm. one that I don't think got concluded all the other ones like Captain Carter we get to see she went into basically what is Captain Carter Winter Soldier yeah. um and well, it and then the, what if opened. T'Challa became Star-Lord? The finale like, opened with Captain Carter the Winter Soldier. It was a mimic right. of the first scene from Winter Soldier, so mm-hmm. So, and like what if T'Challa became Star-Lord, you know? At the end of the season finale, we see T'Challa and Peter Quill like fighting back Ego together and we obviously know Doctor Strange is sitting in that little pocket mm-hmm. doing his own thing. Killmonger is inside of the thing. Thor is off with Jane and Ultron is also in the thing. So like the only one that didn't get concluded was zombies, which means I really hope they're planning on doing a sequel to that in season two, because mm-hmm. that one to me had the most intrigue that like you could, cause like Wanda was a zombie, but still maintained all of the power that she had. Like, Zom- Nobody we followed st- up on that. We stand Wanda Zombie. <laughs> she was awesome. <laughs> so yeah. I think there was a lot of room to 
move forward and continue, but they just didn't. Mm-hmm. And it, other than the zombies episode, it doesn't feel like we need a season two. Yeah. No, I kind of agree. I feel like this was the best way to say it was it was a one trick pony where there were some variations in the trick and it did some good tricks every once in a while that made me go, ooh, hey, good job. But other than those moments, it concluded well and I don't want to see any more. <laughs> but season two, yay. Now here's what I'll say. If they wanted to take this animation style and this art style and make... Because do you remember the Avengers like shows? Like they had Avengers Assembled, the animated like show. Disney XD. Avengers, Earth Money. Yeah. Yeah. Like take this animation style and make a new Avengers or like the Young Avengers, like the new whatever. Make a And make an animated show. show. Yeah. Like... It could be a different show just using the same animation style. Because I think this style looks really good. And it works really well for the action. Because it does give you that, like, simulated, like, true-to-life movement. Mm -hmm. But it's animation. So, I don't know. That's what I think. I kind of, like, I see that point. And a lot of people see the same thing. I I the animation started to grow on me and then it just dipped. So the first episode I thought the animation was really good. I thought it was super lifelike. The frame rate was insanely high, so their moves the movement were was like scary clean. So like they were like walking as if it was real. But also I felt like it was almost in what's it called? The something valley. On the, oh, it, the uncanny like, valley? I feel like parts of it were in the uncanny valley where I was like, like trying to figure out if it was real or animation. So I wish it, they just like shoved it completely into the animation category. Um, and that's a stupid, that's a stupid note. Like it looked too clean, but like, it looks too like good. It looks too good. You outdone yourself, Marvel. But it slowly, as the series went on, I continued to feel like I was watching a game cutscene, and I was like, mm, not not a huge fan. Some episodes did better than others. The Doctor Strange one utilized their animation so well, with like him turning into all the different creatures, and like the finale did it incredible. And Ultron did what if Ultron 1 was an incredible episode where they were like smashing through different dimensions and like it was just really well done but other than that I I'm looking at these episodes and I don't see one that I was necessarily blown away by the animation yeah the animation was cool like you said Mm -hmm. but at some point, it, it kind of falls in the same category as that one trick pony. Like, by the time you get through the first three episodes, you're already sick of everything mm-hmm. they're doing. Which is nothing against, like, the writers or anyone who worked on this show. You guys did great. It's just, you did the best with what you were given. Mm-hmm. And what you were given may not have been the best. Which sucks. Yeah. because and, and, I mean, I wasn't overly hyped for this show like I was for WandaVision or, mm-hmm. you know... Um, Loki or it was Hawkeye definitely one like of their like, B tier shows where they were like and they weren't like hyping it up to be like the greatest thing they've ever done either. It was like, hey, this is just a cool thing we're doing. And then they're like, but Hawkeye Oh, you better you best believe we're getting excited for Hawkeye. 
Man, that Hawkeye trailer got me more excited mm. than all of What If, mm-hmm. solely for yeah. the purpose that they used Christmas music Christmas. in the middle of September. That's a I'm... that's a move right there. That's like mm-hmm. Disney taking the stand of playing Christmas music before Halloween. Yeah, why are we like gatekeeping it. Christmas? Again, do yeah, what you Why do we have do? to gatekeep Christmas music? Like, guys, I've been listening to Chris. Everyone's like, "Oh, I gotta start playing Christmas music again." I'm like, "You guys stopped? I've been listening to Christmas music all year." You guys are getting. Paid. I live in Florida. It's never gonna get cold enough here to really be Christmas, but you know. Which and that's need- the great thing about living in Florida is it'll be nice here all year round, but I'll go home like for Christmas break and I'll be freezing. I'll get off You're the like, plane in my shorts. Merry and Christmas, freeze. everyone! <laughs> Huzzah! Like you listen to Christmas music? Yeah, on Christmas. That's what it's for. No, shut I listen up. to Christmas music on Christmas Day. Yeah, and no. that's it. No, no, cringe. No, my I'm mom did talk about advocate. sending. My mom did talk about sending my Christmas tree back with me on Thanksgiving break because I'm gonna fly it. And I was like, so yeah. you want me to walk into the airport with a suit, two suitcases, and a giant Christmas tree box? And just be like, yes, I need to check two of these things. Oh, my God. I'll take the small one. She was like, yeah. And I was like, no, just <laughs> ship it. I ain't doing that or buy a new one. <laughs> Although need, I shouldn't buy a new one. We just got a new one last year. You need so to get a one of the ones from Target where you can just, like, put it up. It's not, like, a huge thing. And then you Oh, no, that's the one I have. Thing. Oh. I just no. have, like, it's pre-lit and everything. It's just mm-hmm. at home. It's not with me. Hashtag so, lit. honestly, it'll probably end up getting shipped. That's I already have a spot picked out in my apartment for it, though. I do intend on leaving it up until I move out. I Good. will not be taking it down. Mainly I because a... I don't have a closet space to put the box. I had a Christmas tree once that was legitimately up for maybe three years. That's Dude, my same. <laughs> I put up my Christmas tree. Um, Shoot. I put up my Christmas tree, uh, I think, November 2018. We had just moved into our new mm-hmm. house. And, and then I got my first girlfriend and then, you know, my tree was still up and it was a meme that, I, oh, I'll take it down after Valentine's Day. Well, then she dumped me before Valentine's <laughs> Day. So I left the tree up and I just never felt motivated to take it down. And it stayed up until Christmas of 2019. It stayed up for a full year. And then when we moved out in June of 2020, I took it down. Daggum. And then last year, my mom forced me to take it down after Christmas. That's sad. Like, but I want to leave nothing, it up. mom. <laughs> Loki, why don't... Okay, this is what I'll never understand. I know it's totally not what if, but I've exhausted all of my opinions on what if. Why don't we just leave all of our decorations up year-round? Like, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Okay? You put all of this effort into hanging up lights and decorating your house for Christmas and all of this stuff. And then you just take it down? That's a lot of work to put into something to leave it up for four weeks and then take it back down. So what we do is we dedicate sections of the year, okay? So like winter, or not winter, I guess the first season of the year is spring, technically. So spring, we dedicate it to all of the spring holidays, which I don't think there are any aside from Easter. Easter, yeah. And then summer... All right, all right. I will say, I'll say, spring decor is underrated. Spring decor kind of slaps, dude. It's just colored eggs and bunnies. That's not flowers. Um, crosses. Christians? Where are where are my Christians at? I said (laughs) Easter. That's like the only spring holiday. You just said bunnies. No, I said that's spring decor. (laughs) No, when you. (laughs) 
Anyway. I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry. Summer decor. What do we have? Fourth of July. Nobody cares. Okay. Independence yeah. for America. That's one country out of like 130 something. You're Literally not special. Nobody cares. Just kidding. America, you're great. You're America's doing not your like best. the other you're girls. Trying. <laughs> you're trying your hardest, okay? You're you're becoming that kid in school who might be slacking in grades, but you're making up for it in team spirit. But you're um, making up for it with rich parents. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> um so we get into the fun holidays in fall. My opinion, fall is the best holiday. The leaves change color, it gets cool outside. None of that happens here in Florida, but you know what? It does where I come, where I go home. (laughs) Uh, So fall, it's all nice. Massachusetts. (laughs) In fall, you get Thanksgiving, Halloween. I'm going backwards. Um, The 21st night of September, which should be a national holiday. Do you remember? (laughs) No, don't sing it. We'll we'll get DMCA. And then, of course, winter comes around and you get Christmas. So what I'm saying, what I'm proposing is January to March, we leave it for Christmas. April to June is Easter. And then July to August, September? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is all 4th of July. Celebrate American independence for three months out of the year. Oh, Lord. And then... I have some neighbors that do that. And then <laughs> we leave October to December. You do Halloween... Thanksgiving and Christmas simultaneously at the same time. You decorate your house like Nightmare Before Christmas. Hollow Thankmas. I mean, come on. Hollow Thankmas, my guy. It's not that hard. My favorite holiday. <laughs> and then once you get to like December, you can take down the other two sets of mm-hmm. holidays and you can just leave Christmas for December to March. And then you feel like your work has been validated. See, um, I will be see. pitching this to the United States Senate to make this legal. I will be turning this bill into a law. Sign our petition with the link in the description. Sign our petition at change.org. To make Hollow um, Thankmas an official May- three-month <laughs> event. This episode got, like, there was so much more politics involved in this episode than ever. Wow. This is like, unintentionally, uh, too. Unintentionally, too. It just happens naturally. So, yeah. Final, to wrap up what if discussion because we're obviously done talking about that obviously Um, what if was a good idea that could have been executed better and i feel like that's a hot take and i don't i'm kind of confused because this is like critically acclaimed like has 93 on rotten tomatoes it's like an 8 out of 10 on imdb everyone's talking about how it's the best thing ever you can think that you can think that. I don't think so. And maybe, and I hate saying this, maybe it just wasn't for me. But like, I hate what if it was for that. me? What if there's episode, the scrapped episode. What if, what if was good? <laughs> but that was the scrapped 10th episode. There was legit no Gamora as Thanos. No. It was it, obviously okay, planned. Okay. okay. They put it out there. Like they put her on the poster and, like, I'm pretty sure she got a Marvel minifigure, like, of the collectible minifigures. And it was, like, supposed to be this whole thing. Nothing. Literally in nothing. in the finale. It, it's just one scene in the finale where they're like, oh, yeah, we have this Infinity Stone Crusher. Dude. Tony Con- Stark in space. Dude. Con- context where question was this? mark? Where was this? Where was this episode? Like, make it ten episodes. Or I skip would- what if Thor were an only child. Like, I... 
I would have watched the heck out of that. But also, do you want to know what happened? It got delayed because of the COVID. It got delayed. No, you know what happened? Which... The episode got laser beamed by by Vision. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Thanos. They say it was delayed for COVID, so maybe we'll see it in the season two. But also at this point, just move on. Like we saw it's too late. it. Do something else. <laughs> it's too late. Dedicate this original. team to help make a Star Wars anime, please. I'm saying. I'm saying. All right. Could you final... imagine a Marvel Visions? That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty dope. I feel like they should have outsourced this to different studios like they did with Vision. But hey, hey, they're two different series. I can't really compare them. Um, if you but had to choose, you? but I can and I will and I have. So if you had to choose one of these episodes to become a full season or just a movie, what would you choose? Oh, that's hard. I'd say movie. I'm not. I'm not invested in enough of these to see them going anywhere further than the half hour that they are. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick one, probably what if um, I'm torn, because there's part of me that wants to see the conclusion to, like, what if zombies, right? But then another part of me is looking at, like, what if Ultron won? And there's, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's more you could do with that, but at the same time, in the 31-minute episode, it felt like they were stretching it just a little mm-hmm. bit. So... Me, honestly, probably what if zombies. Me too. Just because I want to see the conclusion of that. And and like, also, like, Spider-Man yeah. with Spider-Man? the, with the cape. That's dope. No way home, question mark. <laughs> Gets but the cape. I'd also like to say a lot of these episodes were somehow too long, way too long, but still felt rushed. How did they do that? <laughs> They simultaneously felt too long and too short at the same time. They felt too long, but felt very rushed. And I'm confused at why they couldn't get original voice actors. Like, uh, I think it had something to do with some of their contracts. Like, also, I'm sure it was a contract thing, but also Captain like, America was played by Chris Evans. Yeah, and I like Doctor Strange. Credits. Doctor Strange was played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Some some of these act some of these uh, actors did not translate well to. Mm. Um, Voice acting. I didn't like Spider-Man. Which, you know, voice <laughs> acting... Well, that wasn't Tom Holland. That was no. someone else. They couldn't get Tom Holland for Spider-Man because Sony had to be a bully. Oh, which is funny that, you know, Disney and Sony were bickering over what if, but, you know, there's some recent stuff stupid that I don't want to spoil Sony. it, but those who know, know... If you know, you know. ...that Disney and Sony had to stop People bickering for at least five minutes. People that don't know. <laughs> um... So, yeah, yeah I, it, it I was all contract Spider-Man. stuff. Although yeah. I think they asked everyone. Like, they asked all of the original people, do you want to come back and play it? Like, I think Michael B. Jordan came back for Killmonger. Mm-hmm. The only one that I'm upset they didn't get was James Spader for Ultron, because Ultron did not feel like Ultron without no. James Spader. James Spader has that such was the only an iconic one I did. voice. He has an iconic voice. And it just didn't, it didn't translate the same way. I got used to it, but it was fine. There was some controversy on Twitter when the What If T'Challa Became Star-Lord episode came out because someone asked, they were like, at Dave Bartista, why didn't you play Drax? And he said, well, we'll start by, why didn't they ask me? I was like, oh, I didn't know they didn't ask him. Oh, Dave, Also, apparently he walked away from Guardians 3. Hmm? Is that real? Like, I read somewhere that, I think it was like Chris Pratt or someone else tweeted, or maybe it was James Gunn, um, that... Um, 
they're going to be moving forward without Dave Bautista. And I don't know if that's because, like, they killed him in Guardians 3. <laughs> they killed Dave Bautista. <laughs> if there was something behind the scenes that I don't know. maybe they, like, disagree. Kind of like the Gina Carano for The Mandalorian, but it was, was a little more hush-hush. Um, but also, the same thing happened to James Gunn, and they got him back. So, like... Well, the James Gunn thing was a lot more public. Yeah, that's true. There was a public know. outcry for James Gunn to be reinstated. Mm-hmm. So, who's so, to say? Who's to say? All right. Everyone put your fishing hats on, because we're going to reel it in. We're going to reel it in. <laughs> before we go, before we go, I do have a short little five minute. I would like to take listeners. Thank you for listening thus far. And... Um, I would like to take this next like five-ish minutes to explain um, how you can support the podcast. Now, I don't want this to sound like, oh, we're out here on our hands and knees begging you, like, give us money. No, that's not what we're doing. Um, So, recently, podcast has gone ad-free, which I don't know if Mm -hmm. people really care, um, because the Anchor ad was skippable, but it was kind of like a meme, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. go to anchor.fm to get started today. Anchor pulled that ad. And we're working on stuff behind the scenes that is not free. It's not expensive, but it's not free. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I went ahead and looked into like some alternative, but we don't want to like start a merch store or do a Patreon or anything like that yet. So the happy medium we came to is yet. we are now a part of the Amazon affiliate program, which means uh, you can click on our link and um you can buy like products under that affiliate link and then we will get a certain commission of that from amazon it's no extra charge to you like if you go buy for say like you want to go rent black widow on amazon prime you can use our link and still pay 20 bucks to rent black widow or buy black widow on amazon prime okay i was like renting for 20 dollars <laughs> i mean i don't know it's brand new amazon um, is wild so you still pay what you would normally pay on Amazon, but we get a certain percentage of that, and Amazon gives that to us, not you. Mm-hmm. So it's no extra charge to you. It's really just a small thing. Like, if you're shopping on Amazon or if you want to start your own podcast and you want to get the same gear we have, you can go to our website. I put up, like, there's a new store section, or store in air quotes, um, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, Amazon links to all of our gear that we use, and then there's some other stuff on there, like black widow and you know you can get metroid dread if you want to pick up metroid mm-hmm. dread there's a Things link that on you're there getting too. anyway yeah um so but i do i do legally have to tell you that if you use our link and um go on amazon and like you want to get a blue yeti and if you get the blue yeti and then go put anything else in your cart we get commission off of every like your total cart purchase mm-hmm. not just the blue yeti yeah. so you don't have to do this. By no means are we like mm-hmm. begging you to do it. But if you do take the time and, you know, feel like you want to support the podcast in that like tiny little way, you can. But if you don't feel like doing that, just listening to the podcast so, so. and, you know, engaging mm-hmm. with polls and engaging on Instagram is also a great way to support us and help us grow. So mm-hmm. just putting that out there, Amazon yep. affiliate and if we review a movie or something, maybe I'll throw the link in the description, but it's not going to be something we're pestering you every five minutes, mm. you know, go buy it, go, go get our Amazon go affiliate link. Cause I know, 
I know some creators do that, and it really bothers me when every five seconds they're like, so if you want to get this product in the background, you can uh, go to our Amazon affiliate link. So it'll just be something Do you like my wall color? Do you like my wall color? You can buy the paint. Buy the paint on Amazon. I know, right? (laughs) You see all my vinyls? Buy them all with the affiliates. Exactly. So (laughs) it's not something I definitely don't want to, you know, push super Mm -hmm. often. It'll be one of the things that, like, we throw at the end when we, you know, promote our socials and stuff, and it'll be in Mm -hmm. there, but that'll be the only time you hear about it. So, yeah, with that being said, thank you for... If you do choose to support us through Mm -hmm. the Amazon affiliate link, and you can also, like, if you don't want to buy anything that we have listed, uh, but you still want to support us, if you just click through on the link, it activates, like, a 24-hour period where anything you buy, regardless of clicking on the link, Mm -hmm. or whether or not you buy what the link is, we still get commission of that. So... This if really is that. a labor of love, so yes. thank you for supporting. And as someone who doesn't necessarily spend money, like I don't, I don't subscribe to any Patreons. I don't really do any of that. So if you don't want to do that, I get it, and you don't hurt my feelings. It's okay. Just yeah, if you're getting one of these things anyway, or you just really like what we do and you want to give us the ten percent of your Amazon cart, thank you so much. But also, I'm not going to DM you and say, what the frick? Why didn't you do this? So Yeah, exactly. Just... So And hopefully, and hopefully at some point, um, Anchor will get back to us on putting yeah. a, like, a new sponsored ad. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't, it's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. With that being said, um, thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Nerdiest Podcast or tweet us at Nerdiest Podcast. If you have feedback or a question you want to submit, you can do so through the Contact Us page on our website. And if you enjoy what we do here, consider giving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. And honestly, the best way for us to grow is word of mouth. So tell your friends, text them links tell them episodes send them our instagram posts and say yo follow these super cool people so thank you so much for uh all the engagement the instagram is low-key popping off so we are constantly posting updates about episodes and stuff there so go follow yes sir again thank you for listening and we hope to see you in the next episode peace out bye